Nobody won't die. But everybody won't go heaven. You see me? As you see me so, me I go yarn, me I go speak my mind, me I go yarn. Them things say we blind, make we yarn. Why are my people so poor? We can't take this no more. Me I go yarn, me I go speak my mind, me I go yarn. Them things say we blind, make we yarn. Why are my people so poor? We can't take this no more. Yo, what's good, my people? Welcome to another episode of Make We Yarn. Today, with me, I have two regular voices. To my left, I have Basu Anthony, have you? And to the ben, right, Benjamin Ishab. AKA, well, Benjamin with the billions, that aside, anyways. On the last episode, we made it clear that this season we shall be, we'll have a series called The Race 2019. So for today, our concentration is on getting leadership right, basically with the focus on party primaries. So without further ado, Basil, the status quo now is. We have, how do we get candidates? It's through a delegate system. So each party, they come up with delegates. The, the delegates vote who they want to be the candidates and all that before the general public even gets to have a decision or have an option. So they've already selected who they want to give to us. Do you have complete confidence and trust in the delegate system? Or do you think it's just a sham? It's not really what is meant to be in Nigeria, per se. Um... In Nigeria, we have bastardized the delegate uh, uh, party system in such a way that uh, uh, basically right now what we have is a sham, uh, to be honest. Um, you have different parties coming up with, uh, with delegates who at the end of the day don't even participate in the, in the, uh, uh, the primary itself because we have what they call the, the, the consensus uh, uh, practice. And it's mm-hmm. so mainstream now that in virtually the state level, the local levels, and even the national levels, you have consensus candidates. We saw that in the APC party uh, uh, convention that happened early this year. Um, most of the uh, elected positions that were voted in, the people were voted in through, uh, through a consensus. And that has really derailed the democratic process. So when you have pol- uh, political parties not really having internal democracy, or at least a feel of it, then it hampers the way our democratic process is. Now, for the, for the delegate system, we, there's now an argument that we should switch to the direct primary system. I mean, we saw that happen in Ocean State, PDP state primaries, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was basically like a, a show of who gets the highest votes. So it basically means you're weaponizing the poverty that is mainstream amongst these delegates, especially local levels, and then you're paying them, basically vote buying, for them to be able to vote in or choose in who's going to be the party uh, flag bearer. So you have a situation whereby the the delegate party system is bastardized, as I said, and then if we switch to the direct primary system, we're going to have the vote buying um, issue come into party primary. So, So... so, so in your opinion, you have no trust in the delegate system currently being practiced. Absolutely, but the, the so, other option is not realistic as well. The direct uh, primary system. Okay, so we'll come back to what you yeah. feel is realistic. But Ben, before we move on, do you have complete confidence in this delegate system, or what? What exactly is your take on delegate on the whole delegate system being practiced in Nigeria at the moment? Let me see. The delegate system is the most feasible system to get candidates. 
presently in Nigeria mm -hmm. because what Basel is advocating for our democracy is not really ripe for that. Nigeria being a diverse country, the delegate system is ideal for our democracy, but because of party politics, it's not as efficient as it should be. It's not, it's not, it's not um, as good as it should be. Because in a diverse country like Nigeria, yeah. what is expected is for delegates to bring out the best candidates in the party Absolutely. to be the flag bearer. Someone who shares with the ideals of the party itself. Basically, yeah. and to me that's the purest form of democracy because what Fantastic. the delegate means is Fantastic. somebody appointed by the people, people yeah. to make a choice for them. So um, it's important for me to remind our audience and to also let those that don't know that in Nigeria we run the delegate system to bring out candidates for each political party. Mm. So at the end of the day, the voter doesn't really have a choice of who he's voting for, yeah. is the delegates that make the first, first choice. choice for them. So what the Nigerian voter does is select from the first choice, basically making the second choice, right? So mm. many a times we are left with the devil and the democracy. Typically APC candidate and PDP candidates, or previously um, CPC and PDP, or ACN and PDP. Mm. So it has been two primary parties in Nigeria. Yeah. To get leadership right, back to our topic for mm -hmm. today, I think a lot of young people need to be involved in partisan politics. So getting your PVC isn't just enough, isn't a guarantee that we'll get leadership right. Mm -hmm. Because if we have Mr. Wass and Mr. Bad emerge as um, flag bearers for parties in Nigeria that party, end up on the ballot. Yes, yeah, that, that end up on the ballot box. As a Nigerian with your PVC, you only have a choice to select from that Mr. Bad or Mr. Worse. Mm. So that doesn't really give you the leverage yeah. to get the best of us Trust. to represent us. Mm. But once you are involved in party politics, you are part of the members that constitute the bigger platform, that is the party. So in your, at your world level, you are among the members of mm. party A, mm. you are among the members of party B. And when they come to choose delegates that will be responsible for voting, who becomes the flag bearer for the House of Reps, for the House of Assembly, for councillorship, for chairmanship elections, for um, national assembly elections, for the presidency, it will come from your ward. Because the word delegate means somebody appointed to just go ahead or go, go and make a choice on behalf of the larger group. So if you pick up a party ticket for APC or PDP or YPP or whatever party or COA, a party form. Exactly. You go a step further in ensuring that our democracy is 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 deepened. Is deepened, is stronger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because the more credible people will have in the party, the more mm. influence they have in the party, but, the more they are able to decide who becomes but, the delegates. But, but mm. in, in all honesty, what you're advocating for, how confident are you in it that it can work? Because I think you've read this book, you've read this book, I've read this book. It's called Love Doesn't Win Election by yeah. Aisha Osuri, mm -hmm. so that we don't, we don't just, um, we're not guessing. So in her book, she clearly stated that when she tried to run for House of Reps, in 2015, what she noticed was the party from the top zoned. had already zoned the 
um, the slot already had candidates they wanted to come. So the delegate system was just a sham. The primary was a sham because the party had already said, oh, this is who we want coming. So even if young people get into the party and and now the delegates coming to Abuja or wherever to, to vote during the primary, they are being told who to. They are already being yeah. told who to vote so because the party, at, the person at the top is saying, "We want this guy." Okay, so, so look, how I, do you ensure? I get, I get your point. How do you ensure in, total top. inclusive, total inclusiveness, or total? You get what I mean? Yeah. Because it's one thing for a young person to join the party. It's another thing for the, it's another credible general. Mm. It's, it's one thing for general for credible people to join the party, but it's another thing for party leadership, party ownership, board of trustees, and all that to actually allow... But that's exactly what we want to disrupt, right? Mm-hmm. By the time young people, by the time credit people, by the time good Nigerians join mm-hmm. the party, it's not going to be business as usual. Definitely. Right? What is yeah. what is consensus? That means everybody agreeing to do that. Yeah. Thing, right? Yeah. What if you are a member of the party, and then you 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 say no the, i'm not agreeing to this there's no mm. consensus because i disagree if this is what the constitution says we should go ahead as delegates and vote for a candidate that becomes our party flag bearer right so by the time you have people that will not simply conform to the norm or follow the perceived owners yeah. of the party mm. that's when we'll, we we have to start challenging status quo right by the time we have credible people in political parties, they will start they will start challenging what's business as usual. Yeah. Right? They will say no, no more consensus candidate. If the constitution says we should vote for um a candidate, mm-hmm. even if I'm going to lose that vote, even if I'm going to lose that election, I'm going ahead to vote for my preferred candidate who I think will represent this party, uh, party and this constituency or the mm-hmm. entire country better. So what I'm calling for is for well many Nigerians to join political parties, then they will have a voice in that party, even if it's at the world level. That's all you need. You influence who becomes the delegate. Yeah. If you become the delegate, you influence who becomes the candidate. That's how we get credible candidates to, to, to be on political parties and to eventually get voted into public offices. And that's yeah. how we get leadership right. Yeah. I think I think that's the hack for now. Absolutely. Because business as usual is People come. Most of these delegates are loyal to the to the governor or to owners of the party. Most of them are bots. But okay. what if we have delegates that will say, "No way, we have to do things the right way." And it has to be um, an intentional process. It has to be a very intentional process. Uh, I, I I suspect there are people listening to us right now who will be having serious doubts about this proposition. But we have to. We have to actually start to do this because I think we have absolutely no option but to actually infiltrate. As I, I don't like using the word, but I think it's perfect for this conversation. Intentionally infiltrating these political systems and one major way is through the parties. Absolutely. We get in, we get in and we try to we influence need, from we, the need, we need an influx yeah. of good people Absolutely. so that the more the people, the more they are power to influence decisions so, within within the party. So let's not dwell let's not dwell too long on the delegate system. Let's move on. Recently um Donald Duke had an interview. So he was asked, you've made declaration of your intention that you want to run for the office of president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria on what platform? What political party? 
he said he cannot say for now. And I mean, only because he's a, he's a party, he's a party, is a PDP card carry member. So he said he can't say for now because he doesn't want a situation where he says, "Oh, I'm running on the PDP." Meanwhile, the PDP had already zoned to the north. So before you even start running, the race is already over because the party has zoned. So from what we see now, being clear that PDP has zoned this ticket to the north. And APC, by all indication, it looks like Buhari is coming back on your ticket. Yeah. Do you think the PDP is making a wise decision? Is it strategic enough? What is it strategic enough then we start counting how many candidates or potential candidates are on the PDP platform and how they could actually make this work and move over to the APC. So yeah. now, if, if you're listening to this and you're not really conversant with the Nigerian political uh, system, Nigerian political system is basically geopolitics, geography politics, or mm. politics about geography. They zone it based on uh, uh, several regions, and that's yeah. the only way to share yeah. power in a very multi-ethnic, very diverse country. Yeah. Now, you as a lay person or just a, a, a normal enthusiast, a normal enthusiast in politics, you'd say, aren't we not supposed to uh, um, choose our leaders based on their ideals, based on their principles, based on their past experience, based on uh, what they've gathered over the years, their contribution to, to society? Well, that is right. But in Nigeria, basically, you have what we now have in the cases of uh, political parties doing every election, zone a particular position, to a certain geopolitical zone. For this year, yeah. because of what has happened over the last uh, four or five years in our politics, it's definitely going to have to be zoned to the north. Why should it be zoned to the north? Are we zoning, are we, are we, being, are we playing ethnicity, tribalism and all that, or are we actually looking for credible candidates no, who can like, actually change things in the economy? Because I'm, I'm of the opinion, yeah. it, the next president of Nigeria doesn't have to come from the north because simply like because you want to get votes or agree, whatsoever. Agree. So, no, like Basil said earlier, Nigerian's politics is peculiar mm -hmm. because it's, it's, it's complicated. Nigeria is a diverse country and you hear things like political inclusiveness, mm. um, marginalization, and, and, yeah. and, 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 and things like this. That's why zoning. That's why we're actually talking about zoning. That's if, how zoning came to play. If we are homogeneous people, mm. there's no point. There's no, there's no issue of zoning. It's basically who is the best. It should be who is the best candidate. It should be. It should be who is the best candidate. I'm purely, I'm purely an advocate for meritocracy and yeah. for people to go and disrupt systems. Stopping the status quo. Changing things. Because mm -hmm. you can call for the amendment of constitutions. You can call for the amendment of party constitutions and structures and all. Yeah. Nothing is permanent. We can change things, right? Yeah. So whatever we feel is hindering us from developing as a country, nothing stops us from calling it out and changing okay. it. Okay. So so from all indications you're you're almost in favor of the PDP zoning no no, 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 he's no, not in no, favor. I'm not he's, in favor. he's trying to explain I'm, how our politics came to this. Okay. Left okay. alone. Okay. I will, I will call off zoning. Like, I will call off zoning. No party yeah. should zone. So it should just be delegates voting for the best. Let's, no issue of vote. Let's, of, let's, of, let's, of okay, so let's, so let's, let's, let's do a bit of history here. Let's do, let's do a bit of history. I, want, I think it's important for listeners to know how zoning came to place. Zoning is actually a PDP political uh, strategy. Uh, strategy. It started as early as the 2000s when obviously 
it was in uh, PDP metamorphosed mm. it started from earlier than 2000 yeah it started earlier than 2000 are you talking um, of this president this PDP? no 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 I'm, I'm talking of the zoning policy that actually became pronounced okay. the zoning policy in parties became pronounced because of PDP mm. they had to give it to the southwest in 1999 when it was time for elections at that time when they moved from the SDP to PDM and then from PDM to PDP because of to so as to appease the Southwest over the death of um, Abiola. Um, MKO Abiola. And they felt it was right to give it... We all know what happened in 1993 mm. that made... June 12th. Yeah, yeah, June 12th to, to actually happen. So when it was zoned to the Southwest, obviously we all know it was Obasanjo who won the party uh, 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 stuff. So the only way to appease other regions was to introduce zoning. zoning. Mean, meaning that the vice presidency slot will have to go to... Um, the Northeast, as mm-hmm. it went to Atiku, uh, the Secretary of the Federal Government, virtually everything was zoned, even the party structure itself. The PDP chairman had to come from this zone, the PDP vice chairman. So you notice this was a way to share power based on region in such a way that cries of marginalization doesn't come. And as Benji said, in a very multi-ethnic country, in a diverse country like Nigeria, you get such cries, especially if you're not, you're not built the system, or they've not built the country on a meritocracy, on a, a merit-based, uh, on a merit basis, sorry. Apologies for the, uh, for the, okay. uh, yeah. So, so basically, this is how the zoning policy now became pronounced. It, it was, it was an unwritten rule until recently where they actually got enacted into the PDP constitution. And that's where we are today. Okay, so let's go. PDP, I feel the PDP is in a fix. They've put themselves in a tight corner. You have, you have... Top dogs, a lot of top dogs, a lot of top dogs. Who they put themselves in a, in a very tight corner where you have a lot of top dogs, several people who have made their um, intention known. Although we can't completely dissect discuss that. or dissect that today, but let's just let's just kick off with two top guys, say Atiku and Isaraki. Who do you think has the best show right now? As I, I think, PDP. I think those are the ones in the spotlight. So yeah, yeah. for the PDP, who would you go with? I'll, I'll go with um, um, Alaji Atiku Abokro. Looking at it from a strategic point of view, if, let's say, for instance, you were asking for the opinion of a Nigerian political strategist, who, was, who, would, who is going to be the best speaker for PDP if they really want to wrestle power from, from President Buhari? It would be Buhari. It would be uh, um, Atiku. Atiku has, is the guy with the, big, with the money bag. But remember, they are not the only ones in the limelight. No, we, we've are, been there. There are lots. There are people that remained in the PDP while... Um, while Atiku left. Yeah, while, like while, while, Exactly, like Makarifi and the rest. Yeah. So, uh, it's, I, I guess it's, it's quite early to call, but if we are going to have a fair fight, it has to be a strong candidate, a strong, a really strong candidate, candidate from like the likes of um, Atiku, Honkosu, yeah. and... Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'll go with. I'll personally go with uh, Atiku. If, if I mean, you you asked, if you ask this question to me. No, I asked this I'll... question because we're not we're not fully going to discuss this today. But it's, it's just a general question. Yeah. Who would you go with, an Atiku or a Saraki? An Atiku, definitely. Ben, would you go with a Saraki or an Atiku? I don't know. I have to, <laughs> I, I, I have to see their their manifesto. I exactly. Have, that's I that's ask, exactly what I, I was trying to ask. Important you say, questions. You say, like, you know, really important. One questions. thing people should because, understand because you feel you feel you know, 
and Atiku probably because of what you've seen, but have you seen his policies? Do you think his policies can work? Why do you think the policies can those, work? Those I think are we important have, questions. I think ask. we would eventually. Those dissect. are important questions to ask. But, but for when, now, when we're talking about as regards to this, uh, regards to this podcast, yeah. it's also important that while we're while we're trying to change narratives, political narratives, yeah. we should also be able to dissect the status quo itself. The status yeah. quo as it is doesn't really care about. Uh, um, ideals of certain candidates. It only cares about who is actually going to get the most regional blocks to, you mm-hmm. know, to pull weight and win elections. And that's yeah. what I'm trying to come from that perspective. While also advocating that people should actually start seeing candidates for who they really are. What are their ideals? The principles that they stand by, uh, uh, um, their political leanings, their ideologies. All these things are very important when it comes to. You know politics. Yeah. You know, let's try some. So, we're going to put a place a call through to a guest. Let's see if this works. Um, the Nigerian factor. Now you have to factor in network and also. Let's see if it works. Yo, Ugo. Hi. Hello. Yeah, you're on. You're on the podcast now. So can you speak okay. up a bit? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. So we're just okay. so we're just discussing and um, yeah exchanging views on on how to get leadership right. That's that we're running a series. So today we're talking about how to get leadership right, pro, um, party primaries and all that. So first of all, we discussed on delegate system. Do you have a particular take on delegate system? And also, if at all, are you really paying attention to the PDP, APC, and who's your preferred candidate and all that at this point? So. You could just give us a brief summary of the. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure we have a. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I'm not sure we have a delegate system that does anything for us as ordinary Nigerians. No, it, it's so opaque. Nobody's sure what goes on there. Uh, we don't know. There is no proper system. Per se, nobody's sure what goes on there. We know there are people who are picked. Sometimes we've heard stories about the um, the parties picking people who can't read or write, so that they can give them people to accompany them, and those people would vote for whoever they are paid to vote for. So it's a very opaque system, and no one really knows what goes on there. So I I, I don't believe that we have a delegate system that works for us. Maybe to fix it, we need to get more people into political parties, not just participating in the politics of the country. We need to get more people in PDP. We need to get more people in APC. I think that um, I think that works on some level, but at the same time, I'm skeptical about it. Is because you have it's difficult to join a party that doesn't stand for anything. Uh, yeah, it, it's difficult for me. To, it's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult for me to be a member of PDP or APC if I don't have plans to ever run for office. Because there's nothing the party stands for. And there, so and because there's nothing the party stands for, there's nothing for the people in the party to fall back on. No belief system. No belief system for the people in the party. So it's difficult for me to be a member of a party that stands for nothing if I have no political ambitions because the parties are essentially political conveyable. Yeah, yeah. And I totally agree with you. My take here is, um, how do we get leadership right if we don't join these political parties? 
Yeah, I'm not, I'm not discounting the importance of joining political parties. It's one of the many solutions. You understand? Yes. Um, it's one, People have to get into those parties, but at the same time, we, we need to work on a way to build ideologies in these political parties. But that will be after we join the parties. Because yes, you, you, you can only change that from the inside, yes. But what I'm talking about is long term. Long term, it makes no sense for me to be a member of a political party if I have no ambition and the party stands for nothing. This is my reason for joining a political party, Ugu. Because yeah. without me joining a political party, I'm just making um, a choice after a choice. So I'll have to choose yeah. between the devil or the deep blue sea. But joining a party, that's the only reason why I'm going to join a party. To be able yeah. to influence decisions, to be able to influence who becomes the flag bearer for the for the party. Else, we'll keep having leaders, we'll keep recycling leaders that don't have um, a vision to take Nigeria to the next level. Absolutely. This is this is true on some level, and I do agree with you on some level. But at the same time, I feel like we've sort of, as a country, put ourselves in a box. That it's either we were the ones that imposed ourselves in that devil of deep blue sea. It made sense in actually the only time it ever made sense was 2015. 2015. Okay. I think 2015 was the only time we had two political parties uh, that we had to choose either of. We do respect to everybody else that ran in 2015, but uh, let's be frank, there was no really one of the criticisms for of Kowa Party was they came up too late. Okay. They came up like quarter to, quarter to twelve, and we're campaigning, <laughs> and so so they came up too late. But they, but to what I'm saying, we fi we find ourselves now in a very delicate situation, yeah. and we find ourselves in a crisis sort of, okay. and we find ourselves in a position where are we going to? There's a saying it says ne never waste a good crisis. Mm. We find ourselves in sort of a political crisis. Where we have two behemoth parties. Okay, but, but right, now, right now, Ugo, be, we have more than yeah? two political parties. We have new actors in the game. Are you trying to? Yes, that, me, yes, that, that's what I'm saying. We have two behemoth parties, two, but a lot of a lot of political um, actors that are, that I think are capable of causing enough damage in the system to, to shock some life into it. Are you considering give, giving new actors a shot? Oh, I'm beyond considering it. I'm, like uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm not this for me personally as a private person. This election, I really don't care what PDP and APC are up to. To be very honest. So is 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 individual, not platform, right now? Uh, yes, like I said earlier, they're just conveyor belts. They don't do anything ideology-wise. But don't you think, don't don't you think the third party, a third party right now, is a major distraction? No. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And let, me, let me put it like this. Nigeria's problems are a long term, a, a, a long time in the making. Okay. Do you understand? Mm. They, they were, this is decades of the same problems being given band-aids or being allowed to rot. We've not had any new problems since the late 60s. It's the same set of problems we've been dealing with. I agree. The education... Education, yeah. So, so is that we, we for our democracy? You mean to have more? No. Where I'm, where I'm going to is this: we've had a long term. We've had problems that have been a long term in the making. So I think for us to think that we are going to suddenly, out of the blue, fix the problems, 
it, it's sort of disingenuous. You look at education, education sector, for instance. Education sector all over the world is it has a thirty-year lag. Thirty years from the time you start implementing the right policies till you see the results of the policies you implemented thirty years ago. That's a worldwide phenomenon. It's not. It will not be peculiar to Nigeria. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, for me, it's a long-term process. And the same thing with these political parties, with getting smaller parties. It's a long... You need... You need we, as a country, we need APC and PDP to get the message. It's not just the two of you. Because you're not... You, you, can, you can tell by looking at these parties that these people really don't care about us. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you, were, say, you were saying about... Uh, um, so, what were you saying about... Whether it's Atiku or Saki, these people really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the news today and I'm seeing Atiku, and it will be a little later by the time people are listening to this. But I'm seeing Atiku, I'm, I'm sorry, Tinubu writing a letter, Saki responding to the letter. And I'm looking at both of these people are correct, and both of them are correct because neither of them care about us. Mm-hmm. Both of them are looking out for their personal interest. So we need to send. Ugo, yeah? this is not a question, but. This is just me trying to input, yeah, the fact that yeah. while it is important for us to beaker over uh, diverse opinions on what's the next level, I think it's important to also note that we have to start to take a step. As you said, it's a long-term, uh, long-term plan. It's a long-term yeah. intentional plan at actually changing the way our democratic process is. But don't you think yeah. right now it's very important to just make a step? For me... I agree with you. I think the difference would be that step. For me, that step is sending a clear message. Whether an independent candidate wins the election or not, to show that Nigerians are able to vote for someone who is neither APC nor PDP or whatever symbol they choose to adopt. The Nigerians are willing to vote for somebody outside the establishment. Someone that is actually has the competence and antecedents to get the job done. Whether that person is running under an umbrella or is running with a broom. (laughs) So for me, that is the step. Because we've seen, you look all over the world, and we're in the period where that is happening, where whether you like it or not, people are looking at the establishments and like, we saw it it with Brexit, we saw it in the US, we saw it in France, we're seeing it all over Europe, yeah? Well, that would, it was nice having you on this episode. Sorry, we have to cut you short right now. No, no problem. Because we're, work, we're working on the title. So we'll try to, not try, we'll actually we'll call, you call you for the next for a follow-up rep- episode of this. Okay. So you have no a lot of time in Lagos. Bye. We appreciate man. Thank we you. appreciate so much. So I, I think we've done, to a very good extent, to a certain level, we've, we've done... Justice. Let's say we've done justice somewhat on the topic. So, since it's a series, this is part one of it, and we would follow up. We we'll follow up from where we stopped. So for now, this is you can say this is an introduction on how to get leadership right. Race to twenty nineteen party primary. So next week on the next episode, maybe this week, maybe next week, just watch out. We just may be talking about your favorite candidates and. Um, if at all they have a policy by then, we might be talking about their policies. Yeah, please get your privacy. The date has been extended. It was extended from 17th for two weeks. So please try to get your privacy. And um, if possible, before primaries are being held this, this, this year, please try to join a political party. If at all you're in one, try to implement, try to influence the delegate system. Let's try to get leadership right. To cheapen just a bit, uh, 
we're going to definitely uh, talk about the the the, the candidates uh, in depth uh, with with some in depth analysis. So watch out for that. We'll talk about that passionately. Yeah. Ben, anything to say? Yeah, you said it all. Um, my last word would be influence decisions. Join a political party and Very make important. them feel your effect. Very important. I go yan. Never tire to the yan. I go speak my thoughts. Cause time don't reach for my people. Castle to boss. I spell like yan till him go. But my people no see. Politicians still the yan dust on top TV. We put satellite for space. But we no get light. Or would they blow my people? Still, we no one fight. We be the top five richest oil nation for globe. But my people no fit afford kerosene for stove. We never finish. Civilians don't come. Now all of them they chop our money turn by turn. Remember 84. We be the beggar to make it stay. Dollar and a Five naira then, now 140 today. We just suffer and smile. Our debts they pile to build, come on. See how my people they file. All we do is pray and hope for a new day. But nothing go happen till we change our ways. Me, I go yan. Me, I go speak my mind. Me, I go yan. Them things say we blind. Like we yan. Why are my people so poor? We can't take this no.